0: Hey guys, welcome back to Going Nowhere Fast with Hannah. And
1: Erin. So today we have Chloe. Hey. Hello. She's back. She's back. Wait, hold on. Or maybe she's, this is the first time y'all are seeing this.
0: Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. We, we are recording two with Chloe today. Mm-hmm. We haven't decided which one we're going to put up first. <laughs> um, but Chloe is 19.
1: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I yes, like, I, so I like, am. Girl, she's 19. <laughs> yeah. She goes to UGA, mm-hmm. and she's a Virgo, mm-hmm. for anybody curious. Just like September, yeah. baby. Yeah. Woo! Um. So, this episode,
0: we're just gonna kind of chat it up about some... <laughs>
2: Talk about it. Yeah, we're just
0: gonna talk about some unpopular opinions that we have.
1: Yes, because we live in a world now where people are not allowed to say that they're like, say their opinion, and I'm sick and tired of that. Hashtag canceled. Yeah. So we're gonna talk if no, no, certain people can say their opinions. That's true. Mm. Certain people, if as long as your opinion is popular amongst uh, Twitter, <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> then you're good. You're fine. And Gen Z, the brave Gen Z. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The warriors. tour of all good things. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk. If you want to listen, you can. If this is going to piss you off, then I would say contact your local therapist. <laughs> Keep it. Because listening. you need to check, get that checked out. Um, yeah, let us know. I'm going to put up a poll Like as soon as this goes up on our Instagram definitely go follow that to see what you guys's unpopular opinions are. Yeah. Because I think it'll be interesting. Yeah, some
0: of these will be like goofy, but yeah. some of
1: them will we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit. Be on top. So first, ladies. So first,
0: a hard hitter.
1: Hard hitter. Brunch is overrated. It is good. True. But it does not
2: deserve all that hype.
1: True. I completely agree.
2: Especially if I have to see one more Lightroom Photoshop, (laughs) waffles, and blueberries, and whatever. I
1: don't care. I'm sorry, but I don't want to pay $15 for, like, a mediocre pancake. And I'm pretty sure that's just, like, breakfast. Yeah, just (laughs) breakfast. Eat breakfast in the morning.
2: <laughs> Y'all disrespecting breakfast <laughs>
1: with brunch. Yeah. It's just breakfast. Okay, so my unpo- my first unpopular opinion is that I think dessert is overrated. Oh my god! Except for cookies. I oh can't. my what cookies? <laughs> except for cookies, chocolate chip cookies. That's my thing. Any other dessert, I'd rather eat a hamburger. See, I. Can <laughs> I a lot know of- Hannah disagrees. That's so rude of you to even I say. I would.
0: I would live off of dessert,
1: and that'd be it
0: if yeah. I could.
1: <laughs> I just can't. Well, dessert is you.
0: sexy too. <laughs> like if it you're on a like
1: date
2: a- and you're eating like a dessert, it changes the whole mood.
1: It does. See, but, Like french
0: fries it's like you're it's kind of in thing no, no no you smell
2: like beef and like
0: especially when meat. you're eating dessert with someone like oh. it's like you're indulging together
1: oh my gosh <laughs> <Anna's face. laughs>
0: it brings you closer and chocolate sure, 10 yeah. out of 10 anything with chocolate in it anything apple pie oh my gosh okay. g wagons are ugly g-wagons are ugly yeah why is like the, is boxy the ones? car yeah
2: it's like it's a every person's dream car and i'm like i'd rather have a tesla have yeah. you guys elon musk i would elon rather musk have a tesla elon over musk. any car yes well and also it's just why we all shit so hard on the kia soul kia went through it with their box cars and but then the like G-Wagon G supposed to be cool.
1: It's like a Jeep and a Kia Soul had a baby and they had a G-Wagon. Yeah, it's like, it's just a box floating, or, like, rolling yeah, around. Yeah, with the ugly, like, almost Jeep-looking Yeah. But on But you front. ask any bitch slash they're some like, kind I want of man, G wagon.
2: and they're like, G wagon, G wagon. what's your dream car? And they're like, okay, this is, like, super zany, super out of the box, <laughs> but I want a G-Wagon. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh my gosh, you're so cool. Okay,
0: Vanessa. Okay, Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda.
2: I'm like, I mean, I'm not that special either, but can we at least, like, all have the same tasteful dream car? Yeah. Why does it have to be a G Wagon? Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, I like Land Rovers and Range
2: Rovers. Ever since I watched Transformers, all I've wanted is a Camaro, black Camaro, <coughs> black leather interior, black rims.
1: I or love chrome trans- rims. Transformers is a good movie. It is. Like all of those. For real. Unpopular opinion. Yeah. Transformers is such a good movie. Yeah. I thought that this was a
2: popular opinion, but apparently it's unpopular. The last three Star Wars movies sucked. They were so. Are you so talking about bad. like
1: episode one? Oh, like the most recent, the most recent one. Hooray!
2: Hooray! Oh, Hooray! yeah. I hate those movies so much. I mean, Kylo Ren. Adam Driver is the love of my life, so he stays out of this. No one drag him into this. Uh-huh. But, like, between J.J. J. Abrams and whatever his face was, the one who ruined everything, He so basically there was J.J. J. Adams directed the first one, then the uh, just mistake of a human being directed the second one, and then there was the third one, which was Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Can somebody Google who directed the second one? Because I know his name, so- and I cannot... Remember. While
0: she's looking that up, I have a very unpopular opinion. Um, I think Star Wars in general is overrated as well, as 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 well, well, as well as Harry Potter. Don't! Now that! It's disrespectful in this house. <laughs> Harry Potter's just not it for me.
2: I never watched Harry Potter, so like I don't get it. Yeah. But I will stand by Star Wars because yeah.
1: And you get that was the Harry Potter Stan because you are a Star Wars fan. Well yeah, and I, I mean I
2: don't like a lot of Star Wars fans, but everyone's like, Chloe, just watch the movies and enjoy them. Like you can't just like enjoy the movies. And I'm like, not that no. they're making up rules and plot points. Like they bring back Palpatine. Do you know that that literally, literally makes episodes one through six pointless because Vader's whole sacrifice of choosing his son, like his whole redemptive like arc, his redemption arc is canceled because everything was supposed to be worth it when he throws Palpatine off the, like off the balcony and it explodes but we're supposed to believe that Palpatine survived all of that. Mm. Moved to this place that you can only find if you find like an ice cream cone shaped thingamabobby, that there's only two of them in the whole wide world, and then Palpatine's there. It's just so <laughs> stupid. I could talk about it for so long because of how messed up I think it is. Oh, is,
1: is it either. Ryan? What? Oh, go ahead. Is it Ryan Johnson?
2: Ryan Johnson! Okay. Ryan Johnson, I swear. I will fetch you any day, any. Like, he's the one that made even Luke Skywalker throw his lightsaber behind him. Oh. I and got everyone you. was like, what even is this? I got you. Well.
1: Listen, I have an entertainment. On, I, <laughs> yeah. I have another entertainment. Okay. And I feel like this is going to be controversial. Mm. I think that the books that I enjoy reading that are like written now are better than classics.
2: Yes, like I'm. Yes. I'm
1: sorry, but I think classics are overrated. They are. I've read a. Cu- I've read a couple classics, mm-hmm. and I have to say I haven't enjoyed any like classic classics. There's like one or two of the more like modern classics. Right. Like To Kill a Mockingbird, I really really enjoy that book. Yes. The only actual classic I've ever liked is anything Shakespeare. I'm a big Shakespeare fan.
2: Well, and those have been translated into... Right. uh, What is it? Like, fear, no Shakespeare. Yeah.
1: Like, you can read a, like, modernized language for it. I don't (laughs) read. (laughs) That's an unpopular opinion amongst us. Oh, my (laughs) god! Sorry. I try.
0: And there are some books that I've enjoyed reading.
2: The illiterate one at the table. (laughs) The
0: selection. You liked the selection a lot. The selection is uh, brilliant. (laughs)
1: <laughs> but, because Hannah's read like six books in the ten years we've been friends yeah but I just and I've tried
0: to like desire it I know you know I tried we're, we're
1: still a work in progress <laughs> you gotta find I feel like with reading you have to find the specific niche of books that you like yeah and then, once you're, like, super comfortable with that, mm-hmm. then you can, like, branch out. But if you're trying to read, like, a ton of different things... Yeah. Do y'all prefer talking on the phone or texting? Talking on the phone. Texting. I can get
2: a more accurate, like, I understand better what the person's saying, the, in, the like, inflection, all of that. Now, if I need to ask somebody a question, or if I need a simple response, whatever,
1: um. I don't
2: want to catch up with you over text... I don't want to have, like, an important conversation with you over text. Mm -hmm. I'd rather, and if I really just need to talk to you about something really quickly, I'd rather just call you, get all my thoughts, I'll be done.
1: Okay. What about you? I like text. Because? I like text because I do not have important conversations over text, but I also refuse to have them on the phone, on FaceTime. Mm. You, well, if, in you have to sit next to me if mm. you want to talk about something. So the only conversations I have are, like, hey, how you asking doing? a question, yeah. like that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Okay, then I'd rather text. I don't need to call you. What about you? Um, I... I'm
0: the, I don't mind texting. Like, I've always been a texter. But if it's, like, important stuff, I also, like, I don't mind talking about it on the phone. Or, like, at FaceTime. Mm-hmm. I would much prefer to be in person. See, <laughs> I can't. Like, I literally cannot. Well, see, I can't wait for a time, like, like. That's true. Like, if I can't, like, actually physically be with you this day, but, like, then we're FaceTiming or calling because this has to be solved, like, now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's how I am, though. Um... Okay, so, my
2: unpopular opinion is that social media is super toxic and we just don't because we're like the first generation who's grown up with social media we have no idea like the long-term effects of it true because i mean if you think about it number one my dad growing up literally the first phone that he had was in his center console all of this is so new and it's just kind of like with vapes one of the main arguments against vapes is you guys, it's not better than cigarettes. We just have no idea what it does long term because yeah. it's a fairly new thing. I think that social media has had detrimental like effects on the way we communicate as a generation. The way that I've watched women and men compare themselves to people online, mm-hmm. like all of those things. I just think that we don't have enough research. And The Social Dilemma was one of my favorite things ever to watch about it. Mm-hmm. And so, I think that social media just needs way more checks and balances. For I would agree. What is allowed and the way that people get like addicted and absorbed into it.
0: See, like I feel like
2: the.
0: I feel this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like social media, um, I get it. Like with like marketing and like, you know, making like if you have a small business, like using social media to like bring awareness to it or like yada yada yada, mm-hmm. like get noticed, but. Like what is the what's like really what is the point
2: i don't know there
0: is no point you know like oh i'm I'm just like i want to stay caught up with my friends yeah and, like, are they your friends if you have to catch up with them
1: on social
2: media mm-hmm. and I've sat next to people before and they like so i've never watched stories like somebody's like oh i put it on my story and i'm like then i never Chloe's saw it not <laughs> a
1: social media person I don't, at all i yeah. don't
2: at all like truly and um That's also not some, like, weird superiority complex things. I know a lot of people who are like, yeah, no, I don't do social media. It's because I never got into it.
1: Yeah. You'd Um, rather watch, like, Netflix. I'd rather watch Netflix. Instead of
2: scrolling. And I just, like, I feel like I wasn't the target market for that when I was younger because I wasn't... Whatever. Well... I will watch people next to me, whether it's like in a waiting room, on the bus, going to class and them going through some like, quote unquote, going through or watching somebody's story is them tapping mm-hmm. like that you just tap through it. So I'm like, no, you that person's going to see that you watched their story, but you didn't watch their story. You, I yeah. saw you, you tapped through all of it. And it's just such a false sense of like connection and I've gotten into discussions with people where I'm like, okay, so then what do you really have Snapchat for? And they're like, well, there are these people that, like, I genuinely only, that's the only way I can keep up with them is on Snapchat. And I'm like, yeah, that one picture you guys send back and forth once a day to
0: keep mm. your streak. Oh, it's really some connection. What a friendship. <laughs> so jealous. Jealousy. Yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. That's funny.
1: I also feel like it's just not good for human beings to feel like you need to be caught up. Right. Like, I don't... If we're really thinking about, like, I don't need to be caught up with what's going on in the world. Like, you don't need to be caught up with what's going on in people that are not your immediate circle. Like, do you need that? No. Yeah. No.
2: Well, and also, hot take... I mean, does that contribute to our generation? Because I feel like genuinely, and I I teeter between wondering if we are all just dramatic or if it really is this bad. And a lot of, you know, mental health professionals will tell you that is this bad. So you're like, I don't need to know what's happening in so-and-so's lives or this part of the world or whatever, whatever. We constantly are connected to every part of the world. So does that contribute to our anxiety and our depression? Because we literally see what's happening all over the world all the time we are involved in all of these problems constantly and you're you know I got into a conversation about politics the other day with somebody and they're like well it just doesn't affect me and at first I was like how ignorant like yeah I mean it doesn't affect you but it's affecting someone and she's like yeah but there's nothing I can do about it yeah so why would I worry about it and yes some people would say well that's rude of her and selfish of her to not be involved and to not want to know more and not want to do this. But at the same time, I'm kind of jealous of her because I'm like, is she living a better, more relaxed, healthier life by not getting... It won't affect her. Mm -hmm. And until it... She was like, until it does, if it comes to a day where it affects me and people that I love and the people around me, I'll know then.
1: Yeah. And then she'll do well then.
2: Right. I was just like, oh my gosh, what if this is contributing? Is that we are getting all heated as these groups of people over something happening in wherever wherever and then all of a sudden we're all in a tizzy and i have a test on wednesday but i'm being pissed off about this going on halfway across the country
0: like literally this morning at church the whole service was about like impact and like what you can do with what god gave you and like where he's put you god didn't put me on this planet to be able to be connected to somebody over on the other side of the world with like I can't do anything mm-hmm. to help them. And yeah. if, if I were to be able to do anything, then like he would show me what to do. But social media, like, how does that have anything you know what I'm saying? Right. Posting
2: something. I mean, unless you're gonna travel to that country or that state within the US, unless you have enough money to be able to donate yeah, like if to you have some money, organization. Then, there you go. But well and then you know In the other episode that we recorded today about sororities, um, keeping up with someone I think is a really interesting phrase as well because social media is the best version of whatever is happening in your life. Mm -hmm. You aren't keeping up with them. So these girls will be posting pictures with, you know, had a wonderful night with my best friends in the whole wide world and this is what dreams are made of. You know, like... And in reality, they got hammered that night, their date left them at the bar alone, and they felt super unsafe, had to get an Uber with this creepy Uber jobber, and (laughs) they ended up spending $15 on on an Uber, you know, $30 on whatever, and they had a bad night, but they took some really cute pictures, and then there will be girls in their dorms being like, oh my gosh, I should have joined a sorority, all these girls are having so much fun right now, and I'm just here alone, watching a movie, with my roommate, what am I doing with my life? Now both girls are miserable, and
1: yeah, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, the character was Instagram. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even though the girl watching the movie
2: with her roommate probably had a great night. Until she
1: saw that picture. Yeah. And I'm also sorry, this is, like, another kind of unpopular opinion along with this. You don't have to care about everything. Mm -hmm. Like, I know, like, we live in a society where it's, like, well, if you don't care about every single social issue, then you're a monster. That is absolutely, like, that's not how people are wired. That's okay. not how people are designed. I have certain things that are, like, so heavy on my heart that I would die for it. They're not the same as Hannah. Mm-mm. They're not the same as Chloe. Right. The same, like, I just think it's crazy. Like, we all, we can acknowledge that not everyone is supposed to have the same career. Right. But then suddenly it's like, but everyone has to care about the same issues yeah and it's like that that sim that everybody can
0: you need to embrace like the differences among others, but everybody has to have the same mindset yes
2: well and i've seen I've seen videos in which people are like so um during some of the heat in our whatever our social climate, people were saying that if you're not becoming an activist, then you're working against a cause.
1: And insert that's like, baloney
2: insert any cause into the blank and if it is at, like being talked about widespread if you're not an activist you're not an ally therefore you are an enemy and i was just like so i need to like make time to be an
1: activist because But not even make time you need to like take three seconds and post something on instagram <laughs> uh, check uh-huh. that box yeah. Oh, we've saved
2: the world. We are the world. <laughs> we are the children. Oh, that's like one of those celebrities. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. Unpopular, popular, whatever opinion. Celebrities suck, all of them. Oh. Like, here's yeah. the thing. I love, like, entertainment, whatever. <laughs> but the same people saying, eat their rich, are also like, Kylie, my queen. Yeah. She, yeah. Y'all, all these celebrities that we pray... T-Swift, oh my gosh. Yes, Queen, make your music. I refuse to listen to anything put out because T-Swift deserves her money. I'm like, she is a, she is living a life none of us will ever know the luxury of. But yes, let's all pretend that she is, and I get so frustrated because these people being like, eat the rich, eat the 1%, but also, you know, free T-Swift and let her make her music. We're putting these people on a pedestal, Mm -hmm. fighting for them talking about them and yet like this might be dramatic but there are women being sold into slavery every day Mm -hmm. like i just don't understand why we care so much about what's happening in celebrities personal Mm -hmm. lives that we will like start petitions to you know like really care about these celebrities and i'm like keep that same energy when real issues are happening yeah
1: when those same celebrities are visiting like child
2: sex slave islands no let's all turn a blind eye and you know like busy entrepreneurs who have like you know jeff bezos is a huge thing i don't know uh, too much about like jeff bezos personal opinions whatever whatever Mm -hmm. but i do know that there are a lot of people my age who order from Amazon. He built that business out of his garage. And they want to take his like money. They want to tax him 90% whatever. Because they're like, he doesn't... No human being needs to have that much money. Which people don't understand the difference between cash and net worth. Like how much money Jeff Bezos has in a bank. Versus how much he's worth including yeah. Amazon. And like his shares of Amazon. Well, so he's he doesn't deserve his money. But...
0: Justin Bieber
2: little miss sex tape big booty Judy
0: (laughs) Kim (laughs) Kardashian
2: Kardashian. she deserves all of her money and she's a queen and she is yeah just like I get so confused because I'm like keep that same energy if if an entrepreneur who has created one of the biggest delivery services connector of you know distributors and producers of all time doesn't deserve his money Why should she? Why why are celebrities different? Just because we like them and we like what they post and the music they make.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the same way I feel about... This is a very unpopular opinion. I hate uh, professional sports. (laughs) 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 Like, I think it's ridiculous. And my fiance is super into it. Mm -hmm. Super into football, baseball, basketball. Sportball. All the balls. Yeah. (laughs) He loves them. And they will get to talking about how much money these men make, and I'm, like, interesting. Interesting. Mm. But y'all, like, are the same people who are, like, trying to take money from people who have spent their whole lives, like, accumulating that money. Yeah. When, like, that man, like... They only make that much money because... They can shoot a hoop. They... Well, not even that, because we say that they are valuable yeah. enough to make $10 million, to make all of that. Like, yeah. they... That's true. Can we talk... They don't... Des- like, they don't deserve that. We are saying they deserve they that. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I it's get that. Fans. And same exact thing with celebrities and, like, yeah. people who write music, like, We have decided that they are more valuable than Mr. Trash Collector, Mr. Small Business Owner, owner, Mr. Professor at College, like, just food for thought.
2: I saw this interesting thing, and it was like, what if we just ignored celebrities for a day? Like, Kylie Jenner posts something, and it gets 17 likes. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, that would just be genuinely funny, and I, I get frustrated just by... Our willingness to turn a blind eye to these people who we hold Mm -hmm. on just the highest of all highs. Mm -hmm. They do no wrong. And I'm like, if you are going to demand money from all of these people... I mean, Kylie Jenner literally got into something, a little, tiny, whatever scandal. Because there's a makeup artist who needs a really big surgery. And it's like, I think he's asking for like $100,000, whatever and she gave $5,000 and then posted the Patreon. And everyone's like you're going to ask money from us? You? Why why don't you just pay for it? Yeah. That's pennies for you. And part of me was like, yeah. Then apparently she came out and said the original Patreon was for $10,000. So I committed
1: I half of it. Yeah.
2: And it's like I mean, I was kind of happy that they were saying Miss Moneybags why are you asking your regular, everyday people to pay for this when you could absolutely, in in the blink of an eye, it wouldn't matter to you? and But that just doesn't happen often enough. And this was a stupid example of when you call a celebrity out for being greedy. Mm-hmm. There's just such a double standard. And it's because we are so gullible and we are so, like...
0: Well, it's like it's just like what is the whole point of all of it like we all gonna die one day like Kylie Jenner's gonna die why is this a job that has
2: like status attached to it yeah why do we know the names and like praise people who make movies like I love movies I love songs music is a huge part of my life
0: yeah but
2: why if that's just a job then why do we attach the celebrity status to that job yeah
1: like who cares yeah and it's funny i'm pretty sure this is right i have no idea where i got this from but previously in american history that was not the case Mm. movie stars like did not make i'm trying to think of like when that would have started maybe if it was like the singing in the rain like that kind of era well charlie
2: chaplin was like silent films and he was he did a lot of like what is it called Something like physical comedy or whatever. Because he was like silent film, whatever. Uh-huh. And I mean, he was famous. So I think it, it began... Famous, but
1: fame and making a lot of money are oh, not the same okay, thing. okay, okay, okay. Like I'm saying they didn't make... It wasn't until people got famous that then, we're, then people can be like, well, y'all think I'm famous? You're going to pay me millions of dollars to be in your movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well,
2: and now it's interesting because brand deals. Yeah. Marketing has changed astronomically and so I mean Colin Kaepernick after his fall from whatever so he wasn't even playing football anymore but his net worth skyrocketed because Nike picked him up to do some campaigns yeah. so it's just like once you achieve that celebrity status unless you kind of fall off the map altogether you can make money all yeah, sorts of ways not that. even using your original talent quote unquote yeah, job using slash talent your fame. it's your fame now because you've accumulated, I mean, I I think that at some point, Hollywood, all of that's going to have to fall. I mean, you've seen the way that our political climate has just taken a dive, and LA is a trash bucket of a, of a city. Right now. Horrible.
1: Yeah.
2: Any more unpopular opinions? <laughs> <laughs>
1: so my unpopular opinion, I already told Hannah and... She was, does not agree with me at all. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I haven't done a research. Yeah, Hannah just doesn't, like, know. But what I is- absolutely believe Bethel Church is a cult that is so anti-God. They Wait. are so anti-the gospel. What is Bethel Church? So. For I mean, me and anyone who else well, knows, doesn't know. just tell some of the songs that, like, they... I can't even think like very all popular I, music, all I know is their music, which is that is I feel like how so I recently just had like i've gone very into like the like charismatic church movement and um but Bethel mm-hmm. so they actually have a college that's like the Bethel school of supernatural supernatural ministry. Okay. They're very very big. Kind of like Pentecostal where like they really believe that like you can heal people. Mm. And if you can't, it's because you don't believe in Jesus enough. Wow. Like you should be able to speak in tongues. You should be able to prophesy over people oh my like gosh. <laughs> that kind of thing? Yeah. And, God. yeah, I just, like, that is not what you were expecting from their music. Yes, like, yeah, but that is how,
0: like, that's how they get people in.
1: Yes. Something else with Bethel is they, um, their, like, doctrines change based on the, like, leader of Bethel. Gets, like, visions from God. Or, like, hears from God. Which, if anyone ever tells you that they had a vision from God, you need to run.
2: Yeah, I don't... mm.
1: God is not... And maybe you have, like, a vision, but... If it contradicts what is written in the Bible in any way... Yeah. It's not from Jesus. Right. And there has to be, like, a line where, like, we as Christians decide, like... If you do not believe in the Bible, that mm-hmm. the Bible is the inspired word of God, that Jesus died on a cross for your sins, that you suck and you're never going to be good, <laughs> you're not a Christian. Mm-hmm. That That's the line. Yeah. And I feel like so many, like, ugh, like the charismatic they're like thing, to, they're like, trying to make things cool and it's like, it's not cool. Well, because they this
2: is, you know, very much something where, and some churches, I can't speak for Bethel because I have no idea. Some churches are making things more digestible in the beginning to bring in new mm-hmm. new members of the church, which at the root, like, I totally love the idea. I, obviously, our mission here is to spread the good word, the gospel, all of, you know, the good news of why we're here and the reason that we are able to breathe life again and be made whole. However, sometimes in in making some of the truths of christianity you know like god is we we fear god and sometimes people hear the phrase like god fearing woman and they're like (laughs) you fear god well if like respect you should fear god fearing god is is like a form of the like reverence it's a high respect Mm -hmm. and in dimming down some of his power and god can be a god of wrath and all of these things when we when we make it digest too digestible and then we don't really ever get into the nitty gritty then you have very lukewarm christians who mm-hmm. aren't really adhering to what christianity is but rather what we have made like the very cute wrapped up in a nice little box version of christianity right. To get new believers to be open to the idea, because which, it's
1: really hard. Which yeah. that is a cult practice in and of itself. Because mm-hmm. if you read the Gospels, mm-hmm. Jesus never once diluted anything, and right. he had people that were willing. Like he come, he brought people to God, right. and he didn't have to dilute anything. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we just have so forgotten that if you do not believe in Jesus, you are going to burn in hell. Right. And that is the reality. You know what I mean?
2: And that's what spurs us to spread the gospel. Yeah. And to to do it
1: in love, like, you cannot, you, you can't give truth without love, but you're not being loving if you're not speaking the truth. Right. Which I feel like some people, like, conflate that and say, like, Like, I know people are going to listen to this and think that I'm speaking on very specific things, Mm -hmm. and I'm not. Mm -hmm. I'm speaking on, like, we've just forgotten, like, in the Old Testament when Lot and his wife are leaving the city, and he says, like, I'm going to save you, but if you turn around, you're going to turn into salt. Right. His wife turned around, a pillar of salt. And like, you can't even look back. Right, like he's the god of like forgiveness, but like when it boils down to the end of the day, it's either you if, believe in him or you don't, or you don't, and, and you're going, you don't, to hell, like, going to hell, like, like, and I don't know. I just feel like that has gotten lost in translation somewhere. It's like we're trying to like
0: mold Christianity into the world, but really the world like should be molding itself and for yeah. those who care really. yeah um,
1: and i feel like this shouldn't be an unpopular opinion no it should But i be. feel like
2: it really is but it is yeah well i mean it kind of goes along with like the culture of not offending people yeah and like not being too harsh and catering to everyone's beliefs which in a way some beliefs are are told you must cater to others but then others are not told to respect your beliefs if that mm-hmm. makes sense there isn't it's it's become like a non-reciprocal thing yeah but i thought of an unpopular opinion while we were talking about that as well mm-hmm. it kind of relates to i me and my roommate caroline love that girl (laughs) we have been watching the good old tlc the learning channel and we've been watching sister wives and they are part of latter-day saints mormons yes but they're polygamous mormons which i didn't even know this apparently polygamy within like the mormon church within the church of the latter-day saint like i didn't realize that they were shunned kind like A lot of Mormons really don't agree. Yeah, it's, like, not okay now. I didn't know that. But,
1: because I've also spent a lot of time looking at Mormon stuff, because I'm obsessed. (laughs) Like, the... One of its core doctrines to begin with was that, like... Polygamy was the right way. That it's God to honoring. do things. Yes. Until the U.S. government said that's illegal. That's illegal. You can't, <laughs> you can't do that. Can't do that. <laughs> and suddenly they were like, "Oh, it's wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> it's wrong." Well, Cody,
2: Cody, the husband <laughs> to the four wives, mm-hmm. which the show is gold. I love that show <laughs> so much. We have laughed it. Oh, if you do watch it, who's your favorite wife, please, <laughs> because I would love to know. But it's interesting because when, when Cody is spoken to, quote unquote, spoken to by God, it always comes at like a really convenient time where one of his wives or children is disagreeing with him and he has had this premonition that, <laughs> from God. that it is his way. And it always... God never disagrees with Cody. Mm -hmm. It's really cool how that happens. You know, Cody's really lucky that when God directly speaks to him, it's always exactly what Cody thinks. It's almost like Cody and God are always on the same page. It's really cool. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I think that, and I'll stand by this, not all reality TV is the same, and I think that the real like, I think most reality TV is trash, and I don't consider, like... There are two subsets of reality TV. One of them is, like, good old The Learning Channel, which is, like, following people's lives. Mm -hmm. Lives that already existed before the reality TV crew came in. Yeah. And then there's reality TV that is literally a set, Mm -hmm. and there are things that are cultivated, created, like, molded by the environment of the reality TV show. A Thousand Pound Sisters, Amy and Tammy, they, they just so ha- like, happen to have people filming them now.
1: Yeah, like they were like that before.
2: Survivor, Love Island, all of these things, these people are being brought to a set. And what you're seeing is not real life. Yeah, mm-hmm. There are dramatizations that happen when camera crews show up and start filming someone's life. Oh, yeah. But I, because I've never liked Love Island, I don't like any of those Um, Survivor I do like. Survivor's, like, its own thing, though. But I do really love Breaking Amish. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Another hard-hitting piece by TLC. But I hate a lot of, like, the very, um... There's a specific word I'm looking for, and I cannot think of it. But it's all... It's all made up.
1: I will say, this is an unpopular opinion that goes with, again, like, TV. Like... I know everyone talks about The Bachelor, which that's an unpopular opinion in and of, in and of itself. I feel like The Bachelor has gone downhill so hard oh, so since...
2: Colton. Colton since. jumping over the fence was the last cultural yeah. reset. I
1: liked <laughs> Hannah, B's, I liked Hannah season B's season. was good, but literally the rest of them have been like oh, sh- shit. trash. Yeah. I, I would rather watch Love Island, Australia... Over The Bachelor any day of the week. I, which I don't either. <laughs> I don't watch very often, but I think Love Island is so much more entertaining Bachelor than the Bachelor and Paradise beats
2: them all. Bachelor in Paradise okay, uh, is actually fantastic. It's
1: only good if you like the people on it though. <gasps> so yeah. true. Okay, so you have true. to have watched Bachelor and Bachelorette
2: well, to like. And I just so had happened, like I You watched
1: the season with Demi, which was
2: well, yeah, the the people in there were really good, and I just so happened to watch Colton season and like a little bit of the other season, so I, I knew some of the people, which is why I liked it.
1: I just have to say, Faithful. <laughs> yeah, Hannah. <laughs> Has literally been a Bachelor fan since she came out the womb, I she guess. She wants to
2: be on I'm Bachelor. Like,
1: I'm like a part of Bachelor Nation and ew, I can't, I can't let them down. Like, I can't, can't leave. I have to be
0: loyal.
2: Another cult, Bachelor Nation. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> so weird. I
0: mean, it is weird, but like... Unpopular
2: um, opinion, Twilight. Listen, we cannot hold Twilight to today's standards. <laughs> At the time revolutionary yes that was all there ever was it was all i could have asked for and more and i still stand by the fact i
1: I still love i love
2: those movies me
1: too unpopular opinion all those movies that like came out like the hunger games divergent Mm -hmm. twilight all of those i have never seen a group of movies come out that is any better no (laughs) When I...
2: Uh, the first movie of Divergent. The second yes, and third one were just the first weird.
1: I, when I say... Bad. This is a fun fact about us in high school. Um, <laughs> I, like, crave the Divergent movie. So, Saw movies. movie is the first Divergent movie. And I'm not kidding. In high school, Multiple we might have watched it once every... I definitely watched it once a week. We watched Y'all it together. probably came over once every other week. <laughs> like, uh-huh. it was, um... before we, we were just talking,
2: we'd, like, have it, we'd the turn back, it and on the back. we be like, oh my gosh, 4 is here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he it.
1: has to turn off. <laughs> oh, my god, oh my god, His tattoos, his tattoos. <laughs> she's, like, he's telling her she's, what they mean. <laughs> which is so funny because I was not in the, like, divergent, like, book stand. Oh, thing. I was. I was in the Hunger Games ones. Mm. But for some reason... Triss and Ford. That hits different. Yeah.
2: I hopped on both bandwagons because I read The Hunger Games. My grandma was like, Have you read The Hunger Games? <laughs> and she gave me the books to read. She and I was like, it. thank you, Cece. And so I read them and then Divergent came out and we were like, oh, uh, what is this? And so me and my grandma hopped on that too, which like looking back was kind of. I mean, I love her I for it. It. <laughs> it was kind of weird, but also...
0: I'm here Stan. for it. Cece is
2: good. Yeah, Cece, Cece said literature. Cece, yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, I love Shailene Woodley, though. Like, I mean, yeah. all those movies she did, like, The Spectacular Now at that time, uh, Divergent, The Fault in Our Stars. The Fault in Our
2: Stars, I actually really She was liked. in
1: something else.
2: The only good thing John Green's ever done.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That uh, is another one. John Green sucks as an author, <laughs> except for the Fault in our style.
2: Your voice started to shake. You were angry. <laughs> <She> <laughs> I
1: am <said>, I. <laughs> He is not. Y'all, I have read, like literally on my Goodreads, I think I've logged like 150 books. Mm. The only book that I like seethe with anger when I think about reading it was John Green's An Abundance of Catharines. <laughs>
0: I started uh, that
1: book is <laughs> trash trash hey that's okay though. and I don't think anything he's ever done is any good except, except the Fault in our Stars the Fault
2: in Our stars, like I actually I enjoyed the movie and I read the book and I really enjoyed
0: it I actually thought of an unpopular opinion oh, hey. gosh. it's not related to anything it's not related to literally anything we've talked about <laughs> um but just kind of like what's acceptable and, like, what's not, like, when you're dating somebody, Mm -hmm. and it's, like, um, I, like, don't care if you, like, like other girls' pictures or, like, follow other girls while we're dating. Do y'all think that's, like, um, no? Because every other girl that I talk to, like, and, or, like, I'll scroll on TikTok and see TikToks about, like, girls being, like, my man liked her picture, my man liked her picture, (laughs) (laughs) he just followed a girl but we dating he
1: just followed a girl and i'm just like what's the big deal yeah i don't understand that i definitely agree with you i don't care at all i wouldn't particularly
2: want my significant other whatever to be following somebody because like there are girls who literally just post like aspects in a bikini i don't want him now like i'm not gonna there are just certain accounts that I wouldn't want him to follow and certain girls who, like, are clearly posting all the time with just, like, their body. Which, if that's what you want, go you. I just wouldn't want to have my boyfriend, like, constantly. Because men are very visual creatures mm-hmm. and I don't particularly want that, like, temptation there all the time. I get that. But I don't care about him following girls. I just... There are girls who their M.O. on social media is they love the praise and they sometimes even make money off of it. It's your hustle. Mm -hmm. I don't particularly want my boyfriend.
1: Yeah. I guess it's I don't mind him following girls. I do have an issue if he's following porn. Which yeah. I would consider a chick posting a butt pic on Instagram That that's porn. It's just that's a
2: constant th- bikini kit, like, pics and they're like, sun rays on lazy days or whatever they say. <laughs> yeah.
1: Luckily, I've just never been in that position. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, but like liking set, like a girl, like a real person. I mean, don't care. I don't. Yeah. But, I literally like, people, don't care. Like, when people I tell you people, people are,
0: about are crazy that. about that, like I don't. Well, uh. Please enlighten me
2: like girls will will dm girls that her boyfriend follows instead of confronting her boyfriend <laughs> and being like or just unfollowing them or having that discussion she'll dm the girl mm-hmm. i don't like that is not her fault that's her yeah. personal she has no idea who yeah. your stink-ass man yes. is. Yeah. and if
1: she wanted to flirt with your boyfriend she could yeah, yeah.
0: take
2: it up with him yeah,
0: take,
1: take it up, it up with, with him. him girls we're just like
0: throwing ourselves under the buses here. Like reaching out to the girl instead of just talking with your yeah. boyfriend about it.
1: Why do girls hate on girls so much? Well I yeah that comes a...
2: from like the whole comparison jealousy thing. Like you wouldn't much rather just get but mad then... at somebody who you can label than get mad yeah. at your like, man. She's the bad, bad is... guy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah but
0: then like when it comes to other things you're like girl boss boss bitch. Like you
2: girl, go boss. girl. Oh my gosh, you girl go, boss. Girl. Yeah. Well we're okay Thirdly, feminism in general is very selective on what we choose to empower women about. Yeah. Because unpopular opinion, well, my unpopular opinion is that I think it's okay if women just want to live like a quote-unquote traditional life. Absolutely. Yeah. That is not Absolutely. okay in the eyes of like, you apparently are setting back women yeah. in the, in You're the like like modern day feminism. If your dream is to be a housewife and to raise kids and to be a mom.
1: Yeah, that's... Honestly, I'm here for that. Feminism is selective. Yeah. So Change my mind. Only
2: certain dreams, like values, perspectives, People. morals are valid. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't fit what the loudest voices say is the purpose or the right thing to have, then you are just setting back women 50 mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. when they were practically property. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, I just really, I think we messed it up for ourselves because... <laughs> we used to make the men work and they bring home the money and I just pop a couple babies out and I want to go back.
0: <laughs> take me I mean, back. shit. I was, I was burying that child for nine months. Yeah. Like, let me, yeah. let me take care of that that I literally made. And well, and I feel like I have gotten the
1: biggest wake-up call because we have so many clients mm-hmm. that are, like, parents or, like, pregnant having babies. And them talking about, like... Most of them get, like, two weeks off before the baby's, like, expected to come. Well. Wow. And you get six weeks off after the baby's born. <sighs> Did you know that in... Then what do you do?
0: In Russia, it's like... You get a whole year in or something. In lots of paid. European countries, okay. you get year,
1: a year of paid maternity so leave. So, Russia.
2: Russia has more traditional views on, like... And I hate using this phrase because it's so... It's has such a negative connotation of, like, a woman's place. Mm-hmm. And that sounds bad. But women are, like, it's a thing that's respected. Not that, like, birth isn't respected here, but, I mean, we live in a culture where it really is the working woman is the only one that deserves respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, in Russia, views, like, they still are taught a lot of, like, traditional... Um, women's skills, things like that. Yeah. So it makes sense to me yeah. that they would really value and place a lot of value on Inter- giving the woman time off. Yeah. I just think it's paid. ridiculous. Yeah, paid paid leave. Like, but then again, I mean, our economy, I don't know if many businesses could, could do that. that. I mean, I hot take, no one really understands... Like majority of our country does not understand the economy and I am reinforced in that opinion whenever I hear people talk about the minimum wage because when you force companies to pay higher minimum wage, that company is not going to pull all that new money out of their ass The money doesn't grow on trees so that they can give it to their employees. They're either going to start cutting hours or cutting jobs, or they're going to start distributing more responsibilities to positions. Mm -hmm. They're going to basically increase the value of that position to them to match the new increased value that you get. The monetary increase is going to have to be matched with a skill-based increase. So Billy Bob sammy and sally sue who were about to retire are going to be let go early and their responsibilities are going to be filtered down into all of those jobs that have just had a pay increase it's not going to be for free when you start regulating those type things but nobody gets that
1: yeah but also like you this is just what i have picked up on mm-hmm. from like living in new york where the minimum wage is 15 right you don't end up actually making, like, okay, if you make $300 a week, mm-hmm. you're not going to suddenly be making $600 a week because you're, because the minimum wage doubled. They're going to cut your hours. Right. You're, you're going to be making close to the same amount you made. Yep. Or... Or it's going to be cost because suddenly a, the, a loaf of bread has yeah. gone up $2.
0: And mm-hmm. That's
1: what I'm saying. Like, if...
0: If you're gonna raise a minimum wage, well, expect those companies to raise right. the prices of their shit.
2: The the cost of living is gonna go up. Right. Well, also, this is something that you know that is a basic economic economic principle. But there is a new factor. So you know, cutting hours, cutting people, like firing people, or and then after they fire people and you know dissolve certain positions, then those responsibilities get divided between all the ranks left over. Well, there's now a new thing where they can just build technology to replace humans. Mm-hmm. So that push for a higher minimum wage might be the push towards innovation to technologies. For example, if you look at any McDonald's, I mean, number one, there were a lot of complaints about customer service at cashiers and how quickly it goes. But now you see those kiosks. So eventually, it is going to be moot point to have any sort of a cashier at a McDonald's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eventually, when you start creating financial problems through government regulations where you're forcing an industry or forcing a company to pay more money, they are going to find a way to bypass that. Yeah. You are just going to make yourself irrelevant within your own position, whatever, industry. Yeah. It just always blows my mind whenever, whenever I hear some of the arguments... Or things that we should force big corporations to do. And I'm like, well, that's a beautiful thought. It's a beautiful thought to give people more money. To make sure that they can get all of these things. But it's not the way that the economy works. It's not feasible. Mm -hmm. You're just going to find yourself without a job. Right. Same thing goes with affordable housing as in, like, rent control pricing
1: and all that stuff.
2: It just, people don't get it.
1: (laughs) This is an unpopular opinion is I don't understand why people, not, okay, there's, like, the weird, the branch of people that are very into, like, conspiracies Mm. and, like, not trusting the government, Mm -hmm. like, that way, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, why do people trust that the government has your best interest (laughs) at heart? I don't know. That's my question, because I can't think of a time, I mean, we've all taken history classes, Mm -hmm. I've never seen that ever be the case. Yeah. the Like, because it's
2: just not true. I mean, there was, recently came out, Kamala Harris was doing a press conference and was like, America, we're here to help. Or something like, help has arrived. Um, America, help has arrived, or something like that. And then it'll cut to a clip of, I believe it was Ronald, no, not Ronald Reagan, maybe it was Richard Nixon. a A former U.S. president <laughs> saying... The scariest nine words or something like that that you could ever hear come out mm-hmm. of a politician's mouth is "We are the government and we're here to help."
1: Mm-hmm. Because sounds like Ronald
0: Reagan. Sounds like maybe. Sounds like we're just repeating history well, we in every are. little thing
2: and we do. And there's say. so much division going on right now, <laughs> and the way that the like the way that governments control their people is by dividing them so that they can never come together and have enough power. To really change anything, which is why this huge racial divide and huge political divide is absolutely detrimental. Because yeah. we, as the people, can get nothing done. We're so focused hating each other. Mm-hmm. 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 So, I mean, that's where, that's where they like to keep us, ideally, is in a position to say, oh, government, come save us. National Guard, they're burning our cities down. Oh, government, please get us out of this. As soon as we vote Biden into, into like office, everything will be better. If we can just get this person into, you know, that's... when
0: in re- in reality, like, it's not, it's not just the government. It's it's the people. Yeah. Like our hearts aren't right, and if our hearts aren't right, we can't expect mm-hmm. someone in higher authority to change.
1: No, we should expect actually the opposite. Yeah, we should expect them to get worse because. They're sinful like us, and now suddenly, ooh, we give them power and money. And you know <laughs> what money does? Money corrupts good character. Yeah. It's like, um,
0: when will we ever learn?
1: Never. <laughs> Never. <laughs> until unpopular- we just got like in heaven. Yeah, and until hell, oh, and then Jesus everybody. comes back. Yeah. This is an unpopular opinion that I saw somebody talking about, and I was like, ooh. Um, they're saying that like the world we live in right now mm-hmm. is the worst. Like you know how o- older generations are always like yeah. this world's going to hell like yeah. that like it's we said this is the home. this is the worst generation. Yeah. And I completely disagree with that. Okay. Because my thing is then you're saying okay the generations were better. Open up your bible. Like, read the Old Testament. Like, the the world has never been good.
0: No. Exactly. The, the
1: issues
0: change. Mm-hmm. Like... And our, like, our ways of doing things have changed. Changed. But maybe have
1: been made easier. The, the, it's always been, like... Trash. Just fire. Yeah.
2: However, biblically, like, we are gonna get closer to end times. And I... There is a specific thing where, like, nations will fight against nations... And I don't remember what, like, much of what my youth pastor said, <laughs> Pastor Victor, but what he did say is that, like, a lot of people think that means country against country, but really, like, nations of people... Is that groups? Right. So, like, there will be, like, a certain amount of descent into chaos before the return. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I I do think eventually, I don't know what it looks like, I don't know if this is it, or if there's... An even worse version of this to come, but I do believe that there will be some sort of a descent into madness before.
1: Yeah. yeah. I just
2: don't know what I don't because right now I would say arguably our world is in shambles. At least the US. At least the US. But I know that there's a lot going on in China and in the Middle East right now as well. That we have descended into this literally burning state. Like it's been horrible. Yeah. But I can't... I just have no idea if this is the worst it's ever been, like you're saying.
1: See, I just don't think it is. I feel like, technically, the end times started the moment Jesus rose. Uh-huh. And we're on, like, just a steady, like, we're just keep on trucking. Okay. And I, I feel just... like... What? No, continue. Like, if you look at, like... I heard someone... I heard, like, I must have been a pastor or something, was talking about this and saying that, like, we think this is so bad, but, mm-hmm. like, we're in the same state as, like, Sodom and Gomorrah. mm mm-hmm. Okay. I get that. So, it's, like, that's more the point I'm trying to say. Obviously, like, this world sucks, but mm-hmm. I'm just pointing out the world, like, has always sucked. Yeah. And it's not like we're... It's not like we're experiencing something so worse mm-hmm. than what everyone else's is, ex- yeah. Has yeah. experienced <laughs> yeah. because it, it it's been there before. It's yeah. always been ruled by sin. Yeah, I get
0: that. I just like want to know, which maybe it says it somewhere in the Bible, but like
1: why is it taking so damn long? <laughs> it's like, She's like, coming back today. Yeah,
0: I'm just wondering, like when it, like if the world is so bad
2: how could it get worse <laughs> yeah
0: and like how like why, why don't we just end it here <laughs> Call Dude, it a day.
2: i think it's i think it's really interesting and i wonder if if like it's always been this bad or if again we are just so like able to like we tap a box in, in like a specific order of taps and I can put my thoughts out to like millions of people. I think phones are so crazy. Yeah. I wonder if it's because our connectivity and the way that we can talk to each other. It seems um, like it's worse. Teams are like really suicidal. And like we joke about suicide so much. That's bad. And like I mean there was a recent trend where it's um uh you know young girls holding on by a thread and then it'll like pan over and the person holding the thread, the caption is some 40 year old actor. Cause girls are going crazy over like, you know, Tom Hiddleston, mm-hmm. all of these older men actors, Mark Ruffalo, like daddy. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah,
0: <summer holder. laughs>
2: I, yes. Yes. But I'm like, what a, what a funny, I, I was like laughing at it. I was laughing at all these videos, but I was like, what a weird trend like, our sanity, our will to live, holding on by a thread, and then it's, like... And then some of them are, like, even snipping the thread. It'll be, like, my college-taking-away spring break. Snip. <laughs> and it's, like, you know, my will to live, gone. Yeah. But we really do joke about suicide and, you know, a robber or, like, somebody comes to hold me up with a gun, and they're, like, give me all your money or I'll shoot. And they're, like, just Shoot, please. Shoot, please. Or, they're like, pull the gun closer. And I'm like, I mean, I guess I'm laughing, but also, wow. We yeah, that's are like, like not good. It's
0: crazy that it's like turned into like,
1: a, joke. a joke.
0: And I mean, like people
2: talk about their futures and all of the pressure around it to be something great and to do and to whatever. And then people are like, is it even worth it? Aaron and I were having a conversation at dinner last night. There are times where I'm like, I just want to move to the Midwest and have a little <laughs> farm with a couple of goats and cows and call it a day.
0: Yeah.
2: Cause why do I just don't even know if I really want to be a lawyer? Yeah.
1: Well, it's like we have gotten so used to like, fame. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're the generation. I actually, I was watching with Josh's mom. We watched the first episode of Glee, mm-hmm. and Rachel in the first episode mm-hmm. is like. We're the generation where nothing matters more than fame, and I was like, "That's true. I don't think you can disagree that like fame is fame and success is the most important thing for us. So we need to also remember that success will never make you happy. It's just not going to. It simply like cannot.
2: Yeah, money beyond the poverty line. I saw an interesting thing where. Once you hit a certain amount of money where you can live comfortably beyond that, money adds no more value or fulfillment to your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or
1: anything, like, takes away. I'm pretty sure there's, like, a reverse line on... Yes. ...a graph that they've done of that.
2: Because then you're like, if I have all of this that's supposed to have so much value, why am I still unhappy? Right. Mm-hmm. So you start to seek it in other things. Ah. Oh. Life, man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well that's it so
2: i got nothing else i don't really have anything else besides popular opinion finance
0: sucks ass i don't <laughs> want to go do this homework yeah homework's ass, homework's ass. that's pretty popular opinion okay. well guys um let us know what you think what are your
1: unpopular opinions
0: yeah and we'll see you next week. On... <laughs> <laughs> we'll see y'all next week on Going Nowhere Fast with Hannah and Aaron. Bye, everyone.